Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Haven't been here in a while. Um, yeah, so let's just jump right into it. As everyone pretty much knows, podcast is uh, mainly about sports. Pretty much all it's about. Um, so I mainly talk about my favorite teams, but um, I do uh, talk about the whole leagues as well. Um, you know, some of my favorite leagues. I don't talk about hockey at all because I think it's a stupid sport. Sorry, any hockey fans that listen to this. Um, all right, so let's just jump right into it. So first thing, uh, going to talk about MSU basketball. Um, you know, we're ranked sixth in the nation right now. Um, Cassius and uh, coaches up for a couple big uh, awards this season. And, um, you know, I think Cassius is most definitely the Big Ten player of the year. And I think... Uh, you know, when you truth, truthfully look at it, I think, uh, especially with uh, Zion going down for Duke, uh, I think he definitely has an opportunity to be in the, you know, upper echelon of the for the National Player of the Year. Um, I think uh, he should be in the mix, along with, uh, I give respect to R.J. Barrett, you know, a couple other guys um, in there that are considered for this award, that award, obviously, but Cassius, I think, definitely deserves to be up there, and there's not a doubt in my mind that he is the uh, Big Ten Player of the Year. I don't think there's any debate in anyone's mind about that. Um, coach is, I mean, if we finish the season the way we're supposed to, there's no reason in my mind he shouldn't be the Coach of the Year. He's won it plenty of times throughout his career, but, you know, with all the injuries and everything that we've had to go through this year, I think, uh, you know, I think he definitely needs to be, uh, you know, rewarded for that. Uh Losing Josh uh, end of December, I believe it was. Then using losing Nick, uh, what two weeks ago now, um, you know, and still fighting through getting a huge win against our uh, rivals down the road in Michigan and going on the road and doing them. We still got them here in another what, eight days now or nine days. Um, so that'll obviously be a big game. You know, the Breslin will be uh, Breslin will be jumping and. Uh, you know, so it depends how we finish the season, but I definitely think uh, he deserves to be up there. Obviously, I think he's uh, uh, best coach in college basketball, in my opinion. Um, I know some people say, you know, uh, Shashevsky or uh, Calipari or any of those guys, and you know, I'm not saying those guys aren't great coaches, but you know, we don't get the you know five star recruits and you know all those guys that come to Duke and, you know, even North Carolina, Roy Williams, and, you know, you don't get the Kentucky and, you know, Bill Selfie with Kansas, uh, but to a lesser degree, but, you know, it's kind of like, that's kind of what our whole university is about, um, you know, we make the most, uh, make the most out of less, and, um, you know, no stars, two stars, three stars, you know, four stars, doesn't really matter, um, you know, we just all, everyone in, our community at our school all pulling same direction um trying to get the same thing accomplished and um i think that's why um both uh izzo and antonio have been so successful in their time at michigan state is just because we know none of that matters um just gotta go out there and play the games um you know then i guess uh just talk about the schedule a little bit we got three games left we're adding at indiana saturday uh Literally a month to the day, uh, same day, a Saturday, second of the month. Um, 
as it was last month when, uh, you know, they beat us on home court, on our home court when, you know, we had college game day there. I I know sitting in the stands that day, that was, uh, that was probably one of the rougher, that was probably the roughest uh, Michigan State basketball game that I've had to, you know, sit through just because we had so much hope, so much hype going into that game, you know, we were on, you know, we were having such a great season, you know, Cassius uh, was really coming into his own as, you know, the clear best player. I think at the beginning of this year it was, uh, you know, everyone thought, oh, Nick went to the draft, so he's got to be the clear best favorite, obviously. And uh, then when he came back, that's what everyone pretty much thought. But, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, obviously, especially right now with him being injured, would love to have him back, uh, be foolish not to want him back uh in the lineup um on the team but hopefully he can make it back for the tournament but I think around that time Cassius was really you know he's been doing it all year but really coming into his own and really putting the rest of the nation on notice and you know that was a it was a rough game to sit through I really uh you know it was fun it was that's that, that was the that was the weirdest part about it because it, that was probably like the hypest basketball game at Michigan State that I have been to, but at the end of the day, the result was the most disappointing that I've ever um, seen at my time there, you know, that I've been to. Obviously, it's Michigan losses in past years and tournament losses, but I don't want to talk about that. Um, so, but, you know, with game day there and everything, and so I think that that will definitely be on our minds going into, you know, Bloomington on Saturday, so... Hopefully we can bounce back. I know they've been doing some nice things lately. Uh, uh, Romeo Lankford, I know he hit a game winner the other day. Um, so, you know, sounds like they're doing pretty good uh, right now. Haven't done a lot of scouting on them. But, um, you know, hopefully we can avenge our loss and, you know, just keep this thing rolling. And then uh, next Tuesday we play Nebraska at home. So I know actually as we're speaking right now they're playing the – uh, that team down the road, uh, uh, Michigan, they're playing them right now. But last time I checked, uh, uh, Michigan was up on them. So was hoping they could go in there and get a win. But, uh, you know, so they'll come here next Tuesday and um, his own reunion game. So that'll be fun. See all the former his own members in there and, you know, just really building up to what could be a really special day next Saturday if we handle our business and prepare and just do everything right. Um, so, you know, and that carries to the fan base too. You know, we got to prepare right, um, have respect, because, um, you know, that's the biggest thing. Um, I know that's what uh, Coach talks about all the time. You know, they're our rivals because we hate them, but no one can dispute their, their record this season and, um, you know, what they've done. Uh, so much as you hate to say it you know you tip your hat off to them but we got the best of them in round one so hopefully especially with next Saturday being senior day hoping that we can uh you know send a message and send our seniors out right from the Brez and uh you know go into the Big Ten tournament that following weekend we already got a, a double buy so you know have a nice little uh six day off and to prepare to get ready for the tournament and then after that uh, hopefully a nice little run in the Big Ten tournament, get ready to really push it and, you know, time to make something happen in uh, uh, the NCAA tournament, March Madness. Um, so 
you know, that's everything. You know, it's hard not to uh, look past. I know that's kind of how it was um, last Wednesday um, when we were playing at home and, you know, we were down, what, 11-something in the first half or going into the second half, something like that. We were down and able to come back and win and, you know, cash and doing his thing and, you know, uh, Cueto hitting the big shot, the famous Tom Izzo uh, fist pump in it. And, uh, you know, looking past to that Michigan game, uh, I don't think the players were doing that. You know, they're, you know, I'm sure right after the game, they, I'm sure they enjoyed the win, but, you know, it was, it, it was Michigan time after that. So, but, you know, I guess that's kind of the same thing from a fan's perspective, you know, looking like, okay, we can't, like, you know, we still got two games left before we play Michigan again. So, you know, it, that's going to be a tough game down there in, uh, at Indiana. So uh, we know the boys will have to be ready uh, for Saturday. A uh, bunch of confidence in them. Uh, and then, you know, coming home next Tuesday versus Nebraska, that'll be uh, – I think that'll be uh, – you know, Nebraska's re- record isn't there, obviously, but I think that'll still be a big, big game, uh, you know, hoping to, you know – show out and uh have a good game uh leading into senior night and big 10 tournament uh march madness but um when all that pans out and probably either the next podcast or the podcast after that we'll be talking about you know big 10 tournament uh and what to expect going into march madness um so so talk about uh football for a little bit not really much to talk about obviously we're about uh, probably month and two, three weeks, two and a half, three weeks from the spring game. Super excited for that. Obviously, you know, get back in Spartan Stadium. Uh, that's uh, it's always it's so so fun being in there. No matter if it's just spring game, you know, meet the Spartans, whatever it is. I love getting in there. So, you know, can't wait for that. Um, you know, gonna try to get a lot of vlog footage for that one. So make sure you check out that vlog. Uh, and go check out my vlogs. Link will be in the description below to um, my YouTube channel. So thanks for that um, in advance. Um, so football, you know, NFL Combine uh, this week. And, you know, I just want to mainly talk about LJ and Justin Lane. Um, you know, I think uh, I think I know I saw it in an article. It might have been the Detroit Free Press or something the other day, but Jay Lane, if he he does his thing at the combine, he could work his way to be a first round pick, and you know I think so. As much as you know, yeah, you hate to see someone leave early, especially a place as great as Michigan State. And I know, I know he had a lot of love for Michigan State. I'm sure he'll always will. And you know, as much as we'd like him back on the field next season, you know, I know he's going to do his thing in the NFL. And you know, this week at the combine. Just show everyone. Uh, I think he'll show everyone what what he's really made of, and you know can really jump up. Hopefully in the first round, early second round uh, type area for him. And LJ, I think he's the biggest you know dark horse steal of from the running back position. Really, I think uh, in this draft, um, you know, I'm not sure if it'll be a first or second round from him. Maybe second round, but. You know, just whoever gets him is really going to get a steal. You know, I don't think he's going to jump in right away and be, 
you know, starting for a team. But if he gets in the right situation around a guy in there, the back half of their prime, uh, approaching the back half of their career, you know, I think he can be a really special piece for a team, you know, a good two, three back that, you know, can he can pound it through the middle. He can get to the outside, make those explosive plays. We've seen him all do that. So if he's in the right situation with, you know, a lead back and then uh, a guy in the backfield who, you know, kind of more like a utility guy, speed guy, pass guy out the backfield, and he can be that really like second or third option, the backfield, I think, you know, he can carve himself out a nice NFL career. And, you know, he can, I mean, I know when he was at, uh, when he was still at state, you know, doing his thing throughout the years, you know, he was so many comparisons to Le'Veon Bell and, you know, myself included, obviously, you know, those of you that are listening on, uh, uh, to the podcast on your phone, obviously, <clears throat> can't see my shirt, but I got a Le'Veon Bell jersey shirt on right now, you know, I was one of the ones that had a lot of comparisons of him to, um, Le'Veon Bell, so I saw a lot of it in him, obviously he didn't have the production that Bell did at State, but, you know, I think he could possibly, I think he has similar, uh, attributes and, uh, you know, potential going into the NFL, so, you know, we'll see what happens, you know, hopefully they look like they're working out good, and, um, you know, Felton Davis, uh, you know, I just hope some team takes a chance on him because he deserves it. He, he'll he make any team better. Uh, he's He has that kind of talent, you know. I have a feeling because of his injury, he's going to slip in the draft, and whichever team takes a chance on him, you know, I'll be so happy for him. He, you know, coming back from injury and, you know, he just deserves a chance. He's a great, great wide receiver, and, you know, I think he'll make a big, big contribution to any team that he gets drafted to. I think he, he has the talent to do it right away, too, once he, once he learns the way of the, you know, the way how to do it in the NFL because it's a little different, obviously, than college. So, you know, see what happens with him, you know, hope for the best. And, you know, I know Sokol and uh, Kari Willis are also going to the Combine, um, you know, so wish the best for them as well, obviously. Um, so, and then just non-Michigan State related, uh, uh, obviously besides, uh, uh, Brian Lewerke, obviously, uh, Kyler Murray was my second favorite, you know, he is just so fun to watch. He was my second favorite quarterback in the, um, uh, NCAA last year, you know, just because of his explosiveness and he's so fun to watch, you know, um, <clears throat> obviously, um, Lewerke's been my favorite quarterback, uh, you know, coming through the last two years, um, you know, and really seeing his talent, you know, but watching Baker two years ago with Oklahoma and watching Kyler last year, I think, you know, that it was just so fun to watch, you know, not that like, oh, I root for Oklahoma, you know, whatever. I I was hoping for them to win the playoff, but just because I wanted to see more of them, I want to see more of Kyler Murray and, you know, what he could do. And I think if, if I was an NFL GM, I'm telling you, I would, not wait, I would draft him with the number one pick. I know it's Arizona and you have Josh Rosen. Mm -mm. Flip that, you can get whatever you can get for him. A first round, a second round pick, you know, two thirds, you know, something. Get something for him to a team that is looking for a young quarterback. And, you know, 
get rid of him. Draft Kyler with number one. I think you take the chance. I mean, he is, you know, I think he's a once-in-a-generation type type talent. You know, if he lives up to it, that's obviously to be determined. Um, but, you know, I think I think you got to take the chance on him. You can't let him slip to one of these other teams, you know. I think Arizona would be would be good for him, you know. Um, so I'm not going to get too much into the draft because I'm going to do – you know, a podcast about that, uh, you know, when we get closer to that draft draft day. Um, so, you know, I guess I'll just leave it at that and wish the best for the Spartans at the draft and uh, or at the Combine this week and also Kyler Murray just because he's fun to watch, but go green. Um, so then we'll just get to the NBA real quick, uh, you know, just go through my, you know, three teams, Golden State, uh, the Lakers and Detroit. Uh, to a lesser degree, obviously, but um, Golden State, you know, they're going strong, first place, forty-three and eighteen, first in the West, you know, you know, but pretty sure as it still stands right now, they got the third best record in the league, which really doesn't matter at the end of the day, you know. I don't think it matters for them, you know. In my opinion, they could be be the eighth seed, and you know, I think that they would still, yeah, you know, obviously be a little tougher road, and you know, you don't want to see that happen. But you know, I think that would still be, uh, you know, something that they could come back from and still, you know, go. They just have that talent, that culture, that everything about it. So you know, I don't think it really matters to them at the end of the day. But they also don't want to be skidding into the playoffs, um, you know, uh, struggling, and you know, not. I think they're always together, just that culture that that Steph and, you know, Draymond and Clay has and Steve has built there and, you know, Kevin's embrace, you know, with Iguodala there and all those boys and bringing in DeMarcus. I think just everyone down the line just knows their role and what has to be done. So, you know, they're going strong right now. I actually, while I'm doing this, I got the alert that I saw they lost tonight to Orlando, so... Uh, Florida hasn't been good to them, you know, Dwayne Wade banks in that game winner yesterday, the Kobe-esque as he uh, referred to it in the post-game show, but uh, or post-game interview, my bad, and uh, you know, today losing to Orlando, who's obviously struggling, both clubs obviously struggling, um, so you know, uh, not a good situation right now for Golden State in terms of uh, skidding a little bit after the All-Star break, but I think they'll get it back. They'll still finish 1-2 in the West, you know, maybe 3, you know, depending on how bad this slips. But, you know, I think they'll be all right. I'm pretty sure they'll be all right. So, you know, uh, just hoping we get to the – as long as we get to the playoffs, uh, (coughs) as long as we get to the playoffs, you know, clean and no injuries and healthy and everyone in the right mindset, I – not too worried about them and looking forward to see how this last month and a half or so before the playoffs uh, pans out for them. <clears throat> so Lakers, obviously they're struggling a little bit. They got the win uh, last night, night before, uh, last night versus uh, New Orleans. And, you know, so see what happens. I know I just uh, waiting for Lonzo, Lonzo to come back. So uh, I just got that he'll be reevaluated in a week. Um, so we'll see what happens from there. You know, I think they really need him back. I think they're like four and seven or five and nine, some something like that. Not good 
ever since he's gone. I know he's obviously not the most important piece. I, I'd like to say he is because obviously I'm a huge Lonzo fan, but obviously I don't think he's the most important piece, but he's a big part of that group. He just does so much, you know, defensively, rebounding the ball, pushing the ball. I think he's that... trying to think of the right word for it he's that he's that culture piece for them I'm not saying he's Steph Curry or you know Steph Curry ask you know obviously their games are crazy like two ends of the spectrum different but you know what he does for them and the type of ball that he plays you know um no pun intended uh I think he just does so much for that team that when he's out there, it just, you know, all flows and smooths a lot better. So, you know, I don't know. They they just need him back. I don't know. Um, uh, they're 30-31 right now, 10th in the West. Uh, you know, if if they get in, you know, maybe they can go on a little streak here and pull off some magic and uh, – get to like a seven seed if they get to a seven seed I think they have a chance but you know if they had to play Golden State in the first round then I think it'll be a pretty quick you know five game four or five game series for them you know unfortunately so um but you know they just need to get together Lonzo needs to get back healthy I know Hart came back after uh you know so um obviously LeBron hasn't been playing as well you know Anyone that knows me knows that I'm not super happy he's on the team anyway, but, you know, it is what it is. Kuzma's got to step up, B.I., um, all the way down the list. So, um, see what happens with them. Then you go to Detroit, 29-31. and 31. They're seventh right now uh, in the East. Um, won two or three in a row right after the All-Star break. And, um, you know, um, I thought that they had a chance um, – to, you know, do something a little bit. Um, I still think they do, but, uh, you know, they lost last night. And um, so I think they'll still be in good, sh- good shape, you know. I definitely think they'll make the playoffs. Um, but, uh, you know, I think they'll maybe make it to, you know, the uh, sixth. Um, they can maybe get to sixth spot. Um I don't think they'll go any further than that. That top five is pretty much solidified their record-wise. Um, you know, most likely bet they'll probably finish at seven. Um, I think, you know, if they finish at eight, honestly, I think if they don't make the playoffs, that it'll be really, really disappointing. But if they finish, if they finish eighth, you know, I think that'll be a disappointment still. Um, if they finish seventh, I think that'll be like, Okay, we could have finished better, but okay, if they finish sixth, they're like, okay, we turn this on. We have a little chance to do something. I think their best bet right now is honestly, if they get if they get Philly or Boston, they could maybe make it a series. I think you know, I think uh, you know, Milwaukee's, you know, I think they're the top, top, uh, top of the East. I think they'll stay there. Uh, Toronto's obviously you know, doing well, so I think, uh, I think Pistons can honestly maybe make it a series with 
any of those boys up there. You know, I think uh, I feel bad for Indiana and Victor Oladipo, but you know, they're still playing hard. Um, I think that'll be a dogfight, the four or five matchup. If they stay where they're at, I think they probably will. They'll probably be five. Um, you know, so we'll see what happens, but you know, like I said, month and a half left towards the playoffs about. So, uh, We'll see what happens with those three teams and the rest of the league. Um, all right. So MLB, just not much. You know, spring training's coming back, you know. Uh, all my Cali, Cali teams, Dodgers, you know, Dodgers, San Fran, um, Oakland, those boys, uh, you know, spring training right now. I believe they're all in. I know Dodgers are in Mesa, Arizona, you know, and so I think they're all in Arizona, so. Uh, Tigers down in Lakeland, um, you know, so I, I bought my first opening day ticket, so that's exciting for Tigers, um, so looking forward to that, but, you know, spring training, I think, is uh, a little too long, I tend to pay a little bit of attention to it, but not super, super much, but I think spring training, I think I was talking about it with someone the other day, spring training's too long for me, they should be you know, let's see this the end of February. I think they should have been, like, this week that we're in right now, they should have been, you know, they should have came back last week and this week should have been, okay, full squad workouts, practices, you know, just hitting the bungalows all over the field, you know, practice, certain situational stuff. And then the first week of March, I'm starting, starting playing games. So then, you know, so then they get off this Friday have Saturday, Sunday, recover, do personal stuff, whatever you need. And then starting next Monday, I'm starting spring training games. You know, just one every day, Monday through Friday, Saturdays, personal training, weightlifting, whatever whatever you're doing, whatever, you know, they do down there. And then, you know, I'm doing that until, let's see, opening day is the last week of March. So that Thursday, believe it is, so for everyone. Um, so for me, I'm saying you know, have it going up until that Friday before, and then, you know, or that Friday before, or even, uh, even that Saturday, Sunday, that would be that last weekend, be the only weekend that you don't, you know, get more of into the mindset of the regular season, and go through that weekend, and then that Sunday, last game, you're done, and then that Monday, you're coming back to your hometown, so like Detroit, LA, Oakland, San Fred, wherever you are, and then, so then Monday through Wednesday, you know, rest day, getting ready, you know, um, all the preparations for opening day or, you know, you're there until if you're opening up on the road, wherever you have to go. And then, you know, you leave from your hometown, not from there. And then you get going uh, for open, and then you just have opening day that Thursday. I think that would work a lot better, you know. I think doing about a month of this, uh, you know, spring training games, what they started last week or something, I think it's a little too much, a little too dragged on. So, you know, I think maybe about 15 games is, you know, good for them, you know, three weeks, 15, 16, 18, somewhere, somewhere in that range. I think, you know, it's a little, I, I don't know exactly what they have, but I could be, I, I could be completely wrong to be completely honest with you, but that that's just my perspective on it, but you know, so, and then, you know, uh, just reacting to Bryce's $330 million, uh, uh, contract from Philadelphia, um, you know, 
I, I don't know. Uh, if I was him, I would. Uh, that's a lot of money. You'd be stupid to turn that down. But you know, he could make that type of money wherever he goes. I I think that you know maybe not that long of a contract, but maybe sign a sign a you know five year, and then five years. You know, obviously you risk injury, but five years. What if you're what if he goes out? I'm not saying it'll happen. I don't know if this ever happened and. And will be what if let's say he goes out wins the next four or five MVPs in a row, that contract gets even bigger than you know inflation with the money and everything. The contracts in the league, you know, they just you know go on uh, or it goes up. So, you know, I just see, I don't know, if I if I can make that money anywhere, me I'm going to California. I'm going to LA. I'm going to San Francisco. I know Dodgers, Giants. Were on the list. I know San Diego, to a lesser degree, was on the list. Um, I just wish he would have came to L.A. I know people were talking about San Fran. That it was a tougher park to hit into. But go to Dodgers. Go to Dodger Stadium, man. One of the greatest franchises, if not the greatest. Uh, well, I guess Yankees fan would be pretty upset with that. But, you know, top, top two, three, you know, definitely um, – organizations in major league baseball so i think go there you know la life it's just this different lifestyle at big spotlight you're a big big time player go play in the spotlight then you know that's that's what you gotta want as a competitor but you know he goes to philly you know um so i guess that's good for them i know they got jake um arietta and you know boys like that you know been on the rebuild for a while um so we'll see if they pan out i honestly i don't know what i think in washington they just you know never were able to put all the talent that they had together and you know scherzer strasburg all them boys and even back when they had zimmerman and then you had ryan zimmerman and then um you know bryce and you know different cast of characters that they had they had a lot of talent but they were just never able to put it all together and you know I don't know. I could honestly, you know, I could be wrong. I I just don't, I don't see them doing a whole lot. I see them, I still, I still see them getting to the playoffs, but I think it might be the same story as Washington. At least, at least right now, I know he's there for 13 years and, you know, a lot can happen in that amount of time, but I don't know. That's not a decision I would have made, but that's why I'm not him. I'm not a baseball player, so he's free to make his own decisions, but I would have liked to seen him come to LA, uh, partnered along, you know, Cody Bellinger and, you know, the boys we got out there and Kershaw, that'd be really box office. That's what LA's, that's what we're used to, LA. So, but, hey, uh, you know, it is what it is, but, all right, well, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Be back next Thursday, another vlog, or not vlog, this isn't a vlog. Be back next Thursday with a new podcast, new topics, well, same topics, new content but okay i'll try to think of a name for this i promise but thank you guys for listening uh make sure you go check out my youtube channel um tweet me at scott troop 16 you know follow me on instagram uh s troop 97 um so let me know what you think uh any of my takes that you um uh that i gave in this podcast uh you have any opinions on it uh just let me know uh comment uh tweet me 
you know, whatever you have to do. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and see you guys next time. Bye.